Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Counting you down, 25 and a half minutes until the NHL trade deadline. The latest deal involving the Calgary Flames, they get depth defenseman Oscar Fantenberg from the Los Angeles Kings for a conditional fourth-round pick in 2020. Brendan Ulrich will hit you up with some of the big deals in a couple of minutes here. Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown in the Hall of Fame room at Rogers Place. We will hear from interim GM of the Edmonton Oilers, Keith Gretzky, at some point this afternoon. The Oilers have not done anything today. That doesn't mean they're not working on something or aren't going to do anything. I'm sure they will make some sort of a deal, uh, but we wait to see exactly what it's going to be. Some guests on Oilers now get gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Ruth's Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff that Oilers now sent you. Well, Rob, and we also wait for a Mark Stone deal. It sounds like Vegas is the leading candidate right now, and he didn't skate with the Sens today. Well, the Sens want to move him. They're in full rebuild. Uh, I'm surprised he's not going to Columbus because that's where they're sending all their <laughs> other superstars. Uh, we, when we've seen in the past that Vegas is not afraid to, to make big moves. Um, they went out and got Stasian this year. They got Pacioretty. Uh, they traded three four three or four draft picks last year for Thomas Tatar so they're not afraid to make it so and they they also see what what the San Jose Sharks have done the Sharks who Vegas is going to have to go through at some point in either the first or second round most likely the second round uh they they're going to have to have the depth to be able to compete with the Sharks. The Sharks, I, my son t- texted me this morning, Sharks got nine 40-point scores on their team. The others have three and are probably only going to have three for the entire season. So San Jose is good, and you got a team that good in your division, you're going to have to load up. So that's what Vegas is probably trying to do. And you, and you still believe, even though Calgary's ahead of them in the standings, you believe the Sharks are the best team in the Pacific? I do. I, I honestly do believe they're the best team. San Jose did not get off to a great start in the season. Um, Eric Carlson got off to a slower start. But now they're, fl- they're, they're firing on all cylinders now. They are good. They've gotten better. They pick up Nyquist in a trade. Uh, I mean, you got a team where Joe Thornton is your third-line center. You're pretty strong. So I believe that they have the best team uh, in, in the division, uh, possibly. Uh, 
in the conference. And Vegas, which went to the finals last year, they are a good team. They're very well coached. Uh, but they need to be able to, to keep up with teams like San Jose, who has gotten better. The Winnipeg Jets, who I believe wasn't it Winnipeg, they knocked off last year in the semis, uh, the Western Conference Finals. They got better today getting Hayes. Vegas needs to do something. And uh, the, the small trade that you talked about, the Calgary Flames uh, getting a, a depth defenseman, the one thing that we've we know here in Edmonton throughout the season, you need a plethora of NHL caliber defensemen. You need depth on the back end. If you're going to go through a two-month span of playoff hockey, there will be injuries on the back end. you got to have someone that you can stick in there that has played at that level before. So it, was, it seems like a minor deal for the Calgary Flames, but a very important minor deal. Now, it sounds like uh, Connor Brown of the Toronto Maple Leafs is available, and the Oilers may be in on that. So that is something to watch for as we count down to the trade deadline. For an update on the big trades today and other things going on in the league, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing for more than just sportswear. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Reid. There's six games going on in the league tonight. The Leafs hosting Buffalo, the Habs in New Jersey, and Vancouver hosting Anaheim as well. Uh, We'll get to some non-trade news first. The Islanders signing D-man Dennis Seidenberg to a one-year $700,000 contract. Newly acquired stars forward Matt Zuccarello. It sounds like he's broken his arm and will miss at least four weeks after he was acquired. Like, that game was his first game. So a big loss there. Habs called up newly acquired Dale Weiss and uh, Trevor Moore has been summoned by the Maple Leafs as well. Bakersfield Condors made it 16 straight wins, beating Tucson 2-0 on Saturday night. They've got a rematch tonight, trying to make it 17 in a row. Oil Kings won both both games over Red Deer on the weekend. Tomorrow night, they start a three-game homestand against Swift Current, and the U of A Golden Bears swept the Calgary Dinos over the weekend, qualifying for the U Sports Nationals later this spring. They do still face the University of Saskatchewan Huskies in the Canada West Championship Series. And that is next weekend. Uh, we'll quickly run down some of the trades that have happened today, some minor ones here. Uh, Gus Nyquist, this was early, early, early this morning, going from Detroit to San Jose for a second round and a conditional third-round pick. Uh, Keith Kincaid this morning going from New Jersey to Columbus for a fifth rounder. Kevin Hayes is sort of the deal of the day right now. He goes to Winnipeg in exchange for uh, Brendan Lemieux, a first rounder in 2019 and a conditional fourth round pick heading back to the Rangers. Jordan Wheel going to Montreal for Michael Chaput. Uh, Thomas Jerko headed to Florida for future considerations. And then, oddly enough, a subsequent deal, Cliff Pooh. Hang on. Jerko is going to Carolina from Florida. Cliff Poo from Carolina to Florida as well. Uh, Derek Broussard heading to Colorado from Florida for a third rounder. And then Adam McQuaid for a fourth and a seventh round pick heading from New York to Columbus. And that's basically what's going on today. All right. Thanks a lot, Brendan. So we, uh, we keep an eye on things counting down to the trade deadline. The Oilers play Nashville tonight. Game will start at six. We'll have the face-off show for you at four thirty. So Rob and I'll head to the uh, six thirty Chet Studio once we're done here at Rogers Place. Keith Gretzky will address the media at some point, and we will bring that uh, for you live here on uh, on six thirty Chet as we uh, as we wait and see the Oilers. Uh, you mentioned uh, Brendan. You mentioned the Oilers farm team, the Bakersfield Condors, in action uh, at Tucson. That streak up to sixteen games. So they, they could push it to 17 tonight. And, uh, I mean, that is just incredible. And Shane Sturette, the goaltender, who would have been quite lower down on 
the Oilers' goaltending depth chart, uh, you know, going into the season, he's been stealing the show there for the Cubs. And good for him. And what you're looking for, wherever you're playing, is an opportunity. And for him, it was an opportunity to step up, and he certainly has done that. How many games do they have left? Do they have a chance to get the record this year? Do they have? Because the well, record is 28. 28. Yeah. And they've got 16. They, do they have 12 oh, how many, games? Well, if they yeah. have Lemony left, yeah, I think they do. I mean, you're well. You're really thinking big. Well, I guess uh, 16 in itself. Well, is, once uh, you win 16, I mean, you're, you're you're over halfway there. I mean, you must be doing something right. Um, I know that in, I know in the past you don't play every team in the league, do you? Don't you? Aren't they more? Oh, they mostly play in their division. Yes. Yeah. So they're obviously proven they, playing, they can yeah. win. So it's it's interesting to look at if the if it's a possibility. But again, to me, it is a. A huge step forward for this Oilers organization. This is an organization that for a couple years didn't even have a minor league team. I mean, their players were shipped out to other teams, uh, other NHL teams, minor league uh, cities, which isn't bode well for your players because they're usually playing back up to one of their prospects. So it's from an organization that never had a minor league team to one that had minor league teams that struggled for a number of years to here they are uh, with a bunch of young players leading the way, a bunch of prospects leading the way. Uh, that's great, and it bodes well for the Oilers moving forward that they've got players down there that can come up and push for spots, where in the past they were just coming up filling spots. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll check in with Mark Spector from Sportsnet when we get back. Special NHL trade deadline coverage today on Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chad. All right, thanks for joining us today. It is special trade deadline coverage here on Oilers Now on 630 Chad, along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins inside the Oilers Hall of Fame room. The latest deal we can tell you about. Michael Granlund from Minnesota to Nashville for Kevin Fiala. And the Oilers play the Predators tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one. Um, I always liked Fiala. And I, I always thought he was a little stronger than Granlund. I don't know. Where, where would you see on that one? I, I don't think that's one. That's actually a hockey trade. <laughs> <laughs> in reality, it's one. It's like, all right, I can see Fiala. That'd be pretty good for the Wild to get him, and you know, Granlin, a, a pretty good two-way player coming back the other way. It, uh, I guess, that's just filling needs on the team. Don't forget, this fall, join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, on an exclusive visit to Italy and Greece on a spectacular 16-day holiday. Starts with a nine-day tour of Italy, visiting the beautiful cities of Rome, Florence, and Venice with daily guided tours. Then board NCL Cruise Lines for a spectacular seven-night Greek island cruise, including meals, nightly entertainment, a private sunset in gorgeous Santorini, plus parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. They're 50% sold, so book now call new west travel or visit newwesttravel.com all right we will go to nashville and bring in our friend courtesy horse racing alberta it is mark specter from sportsnet mark you're on with rob and reed today how are you doing oh busy day boys busy day not really for the oilers but uh, there's some stuff going on huh and it looks like we are now getting stone to vegas so there's i mean there's the biggest name today mark stone going to the, the Vegas Golden Knights. So I think that's, uh, I mean, Kevin Hayes to Winnipeg was significant, Mark, but but clearly now Mark Stone on the move, that's going to trump everything. 
Well, and that will also open up everything else. Um, you know, I think there's a few teams that we're kind of waiting to see on that. There's some assets, probably a lot of assets going back and forth. That was the big one. And now anything that is secondary that hasn't happened, it will begin to happen. I think the deadline's coming. So uh, that's how it works. But Vegas is interesting. They, you know, they've been fairly stagnant. They've been not a team that looks like they're going to make any kind of run. And uh, maybe this significant deal breathes some life into the sales of that club. If you're Vegas, do you play a little um, gamesmanship? Okay, we got this deal. We're gonna we're gonna do this deal, but let's wait as long as we possibly can. Because as you say, once that trade is done, other teams are gonna try and follow suit and open up a lot of stuff. Do you try to delay it as long as you can, just to hope that other teams now run out of time? Well, it takes two people to do that. Pierre Dorian has to say in Ottawa, "Okay, I'll play that game with you, right?" Uh, George McPhee. So if I'm Vegas, I want it to go that way. I want to do it at, at you know. 259 Eastern time, but uh, you know, again, I'm not sure that that's kind of a Rob. That's kind of a kind of a bad way to play pool, isn't it? Well, it, well, it, it may be, but a win is a win. But do, do you yeah. think Vegas? I mean, a number of the teams they start looking around what other teams in their division is doing, what other teams in their conference is doing, and they have to follow suit. Winnipeg makes a a deal, and that's a team that Vegas played against last year, and it was a, a significant deal and a t- deal that's going to help Winnipeg. Obviously, the, the the Sharks go out and get some more depth up front in Nyquist, who's having a very very good year, and the the Sharks are very deep up front so Vegas I would imagine they feel you know what we have to do something because these other two teams that are good just got better well listen that's the the art of the deal Uh, generally speaking it would be a Dorian in Ottawa who would say okay Vegas I've got your best offer and I'm going to shop around and try to get a better one from somebody else that tends to be what makes the deal take a long time or it can go this way Dorian can say okay George McPhee in Vegas you're offering me X I need X plus Y. And if you can give me that, we're going to make this deal. Now George McFeast sits around for a while and he goes, geez, that's a heavy price now. I don't know if I want to pay it. And clearly, you know, at this moment in time, which is uh, about 10 minutes to deadline, McFee finally says, forget it. we got to make this deal and he makes it. So we'll learn, we tend to learn about that in the days after a deal, guys. But, uh, you know, one way or another, this deal comes awfully late the trading day. All right, I just want to quickly get this in, Robbie. It looks like Eric Brandstrom is one of the parts of this deal. He's been playing in the American Hockey League with the Chicago Wolves. He was taken in the first round by Vegas, 15th overall in 2017. And that was actually Vegas's third pick of the first round. Remember how they, they loaded up with picks. So it looks like a, a pretty sought-after prospect on defense would be going to Ottawa in that deal, and we're still waiting for to hear about other parts of it. Yeah, so this is a two-part question for you, Mark. Do you think that there's uh, certain teams need to make splashes, need to have success? Vegas is a new team in the league. They had success last year. They got a very uh, new fan base. Do you think they have to have success again this year because they want to keep their fan base and keep going forward? And do you think Mark, there's a chance that Mark Stone signs there and stays there long term? Well, certainly it's a place where players love to play, right? It's they've got a great it's you know it's a it's a great place to live and work and and bring your family up. That's what all the guys who are in Vegas tell everybody. So that a gives me a you know the the wife and family are probably going to want to live there and it's generally 
they help make the decision. You know this, Rob, you play. Yes, I know that for sure. You know that for sure. The other side of the coin is, is the team good? Does it compete? Does it look like a club that's going to give, uh, give Stone a chance to win a Stanley Cup? Well, yeah, it does. They do compete. They do add at the deadline. They're clearly exceptionally well run. They absolutely kicked butt last year on that whole expansion thing. They were better than anyone thought. Went right to the cup. And they haven't stopped competing this year. So the answer to your question, Robbie, it's got to be sure. Why not? Where else is he going to play where he's got a better chance to win? Well, and then you want to throw in a, th- a third piece. they got a coach that players like playing for. And that is a huge selling piece. When you're all of a sudden going to the rink every day and you like your boss, it makes it much easier going to the rink. That is fair. That is fair. Mark Spector joining us on Oilers now as we count down to the trade deadline. My goodness, it's single digits, nine minutes away. The Edmonton Oilers have not made a move today. Mark, uh, I mean, obviously we know that the names out there for the Oilers. There's no one who's going to net them a, a massive return. They're certainly not going to reshape the roster today. It uh, looks like the Maple Leafs have made Connor Brown available and the Oilers uh, have shown some interest in that that's what we understand here in the Hall of Fame room I don't know if uh, you have anything else there or any sense of what the Oilers might be close to doing I heard that rumor uh, very early this morning Brown uh, for Cassian Uh, they both have a year left at roughly the same number Uh, but I was told from an Edmonton side of it that no that wasn't something they were looking at now just because you get told that. I learned many years ago, boys. <laughs> they don't always tell you the truth on deadline day. You mean they're, they're just going down for two weeks for conditioning. We'll call you right back up. I've heard that one too. Yeah, for sure. But I did not report that trade this morning because I was told that uh, there wasn't anything to it. But again, that doesn't mean I'm always right on those ones. So uh, I'm surprised. I thought that I still think that in the flurry of central registry trading that tends to go to about 15, 20 minutes after the deadline, I suspect that Edmonton will be getting a third or fourth round pick for somebody for something, whether it's a chase on, whether it's a, a deep pick for uh, Alex Petrovich, you know, whether they move a Kevin Gravel, something like that. I can't see a move at nobody. All right, Mark, I know there's a lot going on there for you in uh, in Nashville, and we got the game coming up tonight, too. So thanks a lot for checking in here on Oilers Now. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll talk again in an hour if something crazy is going well, on. Appreciate it. I'm around if you need me. Take care, boys. That is Mark Spector <laughs> checking in courtesy of the horses. Horse Racing Alberta, the province of Alberta, was built on the back of a horse. So he's keeping an eye on things in uh, Nashville. We're back at the Hall of Fame room at Rogers Place. So Mark Stone goes to the Vegas Golden Knights defensive prospect Eric Brandstrom. I believe the only confirmed well, part right of the now, oh, hang on. Forward Oscar Lindbergh and a second rounder in 2020. There you go. Okay. And so, you know, Ottawa's trying, and I believe that's Dallas's second round pick in 2020. I tell you, you and I are going to need a huge computer screen with Google on it for when the Oilers play in Ottawa this week because they will have a brand new roster from the last... Well, that's a good point. Three of their best offensive players have been traded. Two to Columbus, one to Vegas, which we thought would happen. It's funny, we had John Shannon on our our face-off show on Thursday and he actually thought they'd all be gone. He he didn't think even Stone would hang around this long. So he nailed it with uh, Duchesne and Dezingle because they went... Uh, what Friday, Saturday, and now Stone goes today. But those those were certainly players who were expected to be traded, and they go. And I suppose now Wayne Simmons is the biggest name still available Probably. in Philadelphia. You know what you can get right now uh, for really cheap? 
tickets to Ottawa Senator games for the remainder of the season. <laughs> well, they're having a uh, tough year for sure, and the Oilers will play there on Thursday night. They have the uh, Nashville Predators tonight at 6 o'clock, the face-off show at 4.30 here on 6.30. Chad, the Predators involved in a trade. They get Granlund from the Wild, and they send Fiala the other way. The Flames made a deal with the Kings. Oscar Fantenberg going to Calgary. He's a defenseman, and the uh, Kings get a 2020 conditional fourth-round pick. Columbus making a couple of deals today. They get Adam McQuaid from the Rangers for two draft picks. And Columbus also got goaltender Keith Kincaid from New Jersey for a 2020 fifth-round pick. Really looking ahead today. And the the biggest trade from earlier today, the Jets get six foot five Kevin Hayes from the New York Rangers for Brendan Lemieux, a 2019 first-rounder, and a conditional 2022 fourth-round pick. So, I mean, Nashville... Nashville getting Grandland, if we want to talk about those teams in that mm-hmm. division, Nashville getting Grandland would not be on the scale of the Jets getting Hayes. No, although, I, uh, you know, I just looked up Grandland's stats. He's got 49 points on the season. Oh, so actually it would be. Yeah, he's actually, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I didn't know enough about him. Uh, I should since we played them enough. But Grandland on the season, 15 goals, 49 points. Uh, minus two, which is uh, right, not bad in, in, in Minnesota. It's right, in the, right around the average mark for them. Uh, he's second on their team in points. He's only four behind Parise. And it's a, an upgrade of 17 points over what Fiala had uh, for, for the National Predators. And I, and I like Granlin's 200-foot game. Most Swedish and Finnish players are, are usually pretty good in both ends of the rink. They finish play a little bit more Canadian style than the Swedes, but uh, very good two-way players. So it, it is an upgrade on what they had. Um, and again, depth. I, he, from the, the season they're having, is having a better season than Fiala. And again, the Predators uh, knew they had to do something because all the teams around them in their division, in their conference, have been making trades to upgrade their teams. Already reports that uh, Vegas already working on an extension. Well, and that's what we just and we just talked about that with Spec, and uh, and and I agreed with everything he said about uh, when you, when you're trying to entice a player to sign with you, uh, livability is, is number one because when you've got a, a family, a wife and kids, you got you want to have them somewhere that they're going to enjoy themselves because hockey players are away a lot on on the road during the winter, so they got to enjoy themselves. Vegas is a great place, and I played uh, against Vegas in the minors, and I had a lot of buddies that played in Vegas back then and stayed when their careers ended. They loved living in Vegas. It is a team that is on the rise in the National Hockey League. They've got a very competitive team, will be competitive for a number of years, and the biggest thing to me is they got a coach that players like playing for. That is a huge selling point. Will the Oilers make a move? We could find out in the next three minutes. We'll be back with more Oilers now after the 1 o'clock news. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, live from Rogers Place. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.